good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Uh, folks, we appreciate each and every one of you listening to our show. And we have a rock star guest. Many of you probably already know who the hell she is, because I met her probably the same way you have because she keeps retargeting me all over online, follow me on all these different social platforms. And one day I'm finally like, who the hell is this chick? And uh, we sort of ran into each other and uh, we're like, let's do a show. Did a show for her podcast and now she's here on our podcast. So we want to go ahead and welcome the lovely Krista Mishore to the show. How are you doing, Krista? I'm good, Mike. It's May Shore, but everybody... I, I, I'm used to butchering names um, online. You should hear some of these. They're pretty funny, but yeah, I just, hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> notice, I, notice I didn't um, correct you earlier because I know you do that, so I was waiting until now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, awesome. Kristen, please go ahead. For some of our listeners, for the two or three people who don't know who you are, could you go ahead and give them a little bit about yourself and let's get into it. Yeah, so I've been in the top 1% of real estate agents nationwide for about 18 years running. And now for the past two years, I am now teaching real estate agents and lenders. And now we're venturing off into local professionals. We're launching that in January. How to utilize digital marketing and video in conjunction with social media to become known as the authority expert in their field to dominate, make an impact and stop chasing clients and start attracting them. Yeah, we like that. And it's cool because uh, I'm actually, after we did our show, I friended both of your pages, your coaching page and then also your uh, real estate page. So I am seeing the real estate content that you're creating on there. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about that yeah. um, in a little bit. Obviously, you've been in business, what, 18 years, you said? Yeah, 18, 18 19 years. <laughs> what year was that when you got in? 2001, I Yeah, think. That's, that's funny. That's exactly the year I started, 2001, 2002. But back then, this whole attraction thing wasn't there. Remember, like I remember when I started, we started around the same time. I was 22 years old when I started in the business. And that's when it was all like, call, sell. The first set of the leads I got were eight-month-old leads on a printout sheet, 20 pages long. They gave them to me. And I actually sold a couple houses calling through that list. But I knew immediately that I was like, fuck this. I am not going to do this the rest of my life because I don't want to chase business and try to get people to want to work with me. I hated sales. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, tell me what happened with you. How did you start? Because this stuff wasn't around back then. No. How well, did you find it? I was a teacher. So I taught third grade for six years. I was an elementary school teacher. And I, one day I got a phone call from one of my girlfriends basically telling me that my husband was having an affair, uh, which he was. And then within about two weeks, he left the house. I had zero money in my bank account, was, was drained with two daughters ages uh, three and five, and we had just bought a brand new house. And I was left with the house and the payment, and I just left my full-time teaching job to kind of play real estate because my daughter was really, really sick. And so I wanted to just be kind of like a sell one or two houses a year kind of a person. And I had to just completely throw myself into real estate. I sold 69 houses that year. First year? Yep. Alone. Where did the business come from? Wow, shit. Where did the business come from? 
I was like you, I hit the pavement. Um, basically when you have a strong desire, which at that time my desire was to keep my kids in their home, to keep them safe, to keep them secure. That was my focus and my mission. And because of that mission, I did whatever it took. And so, you know, I worked a lot. I worked probably 12, 16 hour days, pretty much every day on the days that I had my daughters, cause we had 50, 50 custody. I would try to be home by five or six, but I was door knocking back then doing open houses every single weekend, doing open houses during the week, but then being, you know, emphatic about following up making sure that when I met with buyers, because they were, that was 69 buyers, all buyers back then. I didn't have an assistant. I didn't have yeah. a coordinator. It was like, I was going crazy. Yeah. I didn't get a listing for three years. Yeah, yeah. I was 22. People were going to trust me to sell their fucking house. Like, they're like, hell no, I'm not going to trust this kid. Like, literally, I was doing kike stands two years ago, and yeah, I'm going to sell your $500,000 house. I wouldn't hire me either. Yeah. It was all buyer leads. You said something important, and I don't know if you guys picked up on this. Folks, she was a teacher. Hello? Did you guys get that? Okay, you have to look at yourself as a teacher when you get into content creation. That's why it picked up so easily for you is because you're already in the business of teaching people, teaching kids, but teaching. That means you like talking. You like explaining, right? Yes. And you like also, educating. That's so funny because I have a, my master's degree is in um, curriculum and instruction, but my bachelor's is in psychology. So when people are selling their house, like you're pretty much a psychologist half the time. We're therapists, right? So we have to listen to people. We have to be willing to take the time to educate them. And I think what happens with many real estate agents and lenders is that they feel like everyone just knows everything. They assume. So they don't take the time to really educate and help and explain. And, and we forget that this is someone's most important investment. I mean, and they're so emotionally, just absolutely, you know, emotionally just freaked out about it and excited and it's, they have to have it. They want everything. We forget that. And we need to put ourselves back in the shoes of who we're dealing with. And we need to start remembering that so that we can better serve our clients. You're hundred percent right. And it brings back a, a memory of mine because I was 22 when I started in real estate, I assumed that the only way I was ever going to convert everyone is I had to beat them a know-how. I had to be the educator. That was the only reason I ever got started. Like I, I went way above and beyond in educating people. And that was always a part of our process. Then we started turning into content. And you're exactly right. A lot of people think that, assume that, folks, this is what people think of us as our jobs. They think we're a bunch of fucking commodities that can open doors for a bunch of people. They think every single person provides the same value, every single agent. And if you don't believe me, that's why every single year you lose a deal to little cousin Billy, the realtor that just got his license and yet they're going to use a, they're going to sell a $2 million house with them. That's because blood's thicker than water. If they did think that Billy was better than you, they think Billy's the same as you. That's why they chose Billy over you. If they really knew the truth, they wouldn't do that. Not with their biggest asset, but you can't differentiate yourself without education. Uh, but it's our responsibility to make sure that we're doing that. See, the problem is, is that if you're losing a deal over Billy Bob, you know's grandma's friend's sister's brother, it's because you properly did not establish yourself as the authority figure. You didn't show that you have a unique value add and that you're different than everyone else. And they need you because that difference of them not hiring is going to equate to thousands and thousands of dollars in their pocket. 100%. I always just tell my agents this. I say it's the little things that you're consistent with in life that really get the next big deal. And I'll give you a couple examples. I'm sure this has happened to you. I feel like you're my sister. Well, I'm, la I'm laughing because I just said that exact same thing. Did you? That's funny. Did you ever, uh, have you ever like been out drinking with some friends, having some wine or whatever, and then you're like, ah, oh, I got to go home. You're like, oh no, I don't want to go. Like, fuck it. I'm going to say I have another glass of wine. All right. You stay, you have another drink with the friends and all of a sudden someone walks in and you end up getting a $700,000 deal. You get home that night and you're like, holy shit. If I didn't stay that 30 minutes, I have $15,000 less in my pocket today. 
Yes. So that's what happens with content creation, folks, is that when you're consistent, and it, it's, you don't know when it's going to come. You don't. You don't know when people are going to reach out to you and start saying, hey, uh, I'm going to go buy or sell. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go do that. But when you're consistent with the content creation, you win every single time. I sold people about this podcast. I've never promoted this podcast once. Never. I've never really promoted my business. I haven't ran ads much. I've always been 100% consistent on content creation. And because of that, I was able to build a brand. Think about how many opportunities that you're missing because you're not showing up in the right place at the right time. How many opportunities are you missing because you're not producing content? You have no idea how, how many opportunities you're missing. Because the more that you speak to somebody's message at the time they need it and it, it speaks their name, they're more likely to hear it and boom, an opportunity happens. I can tell you what, imagine if you just miss one opportunity a month because you're not producing content, equate that to what your average commission is. For me, it's $144,000 a year that I'm losing if it was just one deal, right? Because of not being consistent. And I'm not going to let that happen to me. I mean, right now, it's no longer a choice of whether or not you should be producing content. Do you know, people are not watching TV anymore. They're watching Netflix. They're watching YouTube. They're watching videos. More content is uploaded onto the internet in 30 days. Please listen. More content video is uploaded onto the internet in 30 days more so than every single major network combined over the past 100 years. Damn. That's a true stat. So you basically, you have your own reality TV show. It never became so affordable to absolutely start marketing yourself. And why do we market ourselves, right? I mean, do you know Grant Wise? Mm -hmm. Grant Wise talks about something called, and it's, it's, this is, he just told me about it, so I, I like to at least mention him, but a parasocial relationship. Yep. A parasocial relationship is when we're young, we're watching TV, okay? And we're taught that the person on the other side of that TV, we start to develop a relationship with them. We think we know them. We're personally involved with them. And we start to see them as sort of a celebrity type. We give them a certain status. We've been genetically programmed for this. It's programmed. Mm -hmm. When you start showing up on the other end by producing content, using video, properly distributing it on the social media channels so people actually see it, you are establishing yourself as the authority figure and you're programming into their minds that you are someone of importance that they need to listen to. Yep. This is why you guys that like Gary Vee says, turn into local celebrity or Tom Ferry or any of these people, everyone's saying, turn it, you're hearing this term, turn local celebrity, local celebrity, local celebrity. It's for that exact reason. I think that the biggest hurdle I think that people have with a lot of this is viewing content creation as lead generation, mainly because it's not instant gratification. Would you walk us through that? And meaning like people don't want to create, because let's be honest, like I want to create content, but I'm not going to get a lead from that content for a month. You know, it's not going to happen right away. Therefore we don't do it. Whereas, but I could go to Zillow right now and go buy a bunch of leads. And even though they're not really buyers, <laughs> I could, it makes me feel better. Why is that? Okay, so one of the things that most marketers, when it doesn't matter what profession you're in, that they make a mistake, right? They want to get married before they ever want to date somebody. So what they do is they start trying to generate leads, right? Which nobody wants to give them their information or call back or answer the phone because they just want to jump straight into getting married or jump straight into bed. You don't just go straight to bed or get married. You first, you like somebody, you look them up online, you start texting them, you send them a... You know, you do video chats, you go for coffee, you go for lunch, then you start holding hands, then you kiss, then you jump in bed or you get married. 
right? Yep. And people are forgetting to do this. When you're producing content and you're showing up as the authority figure, you're establishing a relationship with your community. You're breaking down barriers. You're getting them to know you, to like you, and to trust you, and to position yourself as the authority figure. When you do that, it's not just generating leads. It's actually turning those leads into clients. And the referrals come up, like your referrals are going to skyrocket because I know that everyone listening thinks that you're the best agent in the world. You're the best lender in the world. You do your job so well. Well, guess what? How many times have you been, like you said, at a restaurant and you see your past client that just loved you and they're like, oh my God, I'm so happy I bought a new house. And you're all, huh? It because they forgot about you because you did not continue to show up in their face. You, did, you continued to not continue to establish yourself as the authority figure. Yeah. They forgot about you. And you do, when you're constantly producing content, and I have this thing called the five C's. If you consistently produce content, you're more likely to convert because you're connecting with people. Okay? If you, do, if you continue to do this over and over, you've got a full, complete lead generating machine. Folks, this is why the people that you know, any audience for that, we're talking about audience, building a bunch of a group of people collectively know who the hell you are. 10 to 15% of that group are moving this year statistically. 100% of that group have a referral for you. When 72% of people close with the first agent they meet with, the game has become the first agent they meet with. Well, what does that mean? Well, the first agent they meet with is typically the first person they think of. When they're ready to take that action, that's attention, folks. This is not lead generation, but it is. It's just changed format. So I try to get this around people's heads all the time and be like, listen, guys, don't overthink this stuff. The same way that we would prospect or we would time block for cold calling back in the day or anything, door knocking, whatever the hell you're doing, is the exact same way that we prospect for content creation, except we're not making outbound calls. We're creating inward content. We take that content and then we make it outbound to the masses. So the marketing thing, the time, the consumption of this stuff there's not more time involved in making videos because the truth is you should probably be spending the time you're prospecting on shit that's not working with making content, right? <laughs> because it's the same freaking thing. So here's the deal. People say that they don't have time to do video and I want to show you how you, you don't not have the time. It's absolutely essential. So when you create a video, I call this video repurposing, right? It's, it's like making your, your content go viral. Yep. You take that video, you record it, and then you take the video over to something like rev.com, you get it transcribed. So you post that video on Facebook as a normal post on your business page or your personal page. Then you take that same video and you run an ad behind it to your ads manager account on social media. Therefore, that's two posts. You take yep. that video, you put that video on YouTube, that's three things. You take that video, you put it on your website, that's four things. You take that transcription, you put it on your website, that's five things. You take that transcription, you put the transcription as a long form post on Facebook, you add some emojis, that's what we had, six or seven things. You then take that same transcription and put it on your website as a transcription. Now when videos are going on YouTube and they're going on your website, now you're creating search engine optimization. So when people start to search, they, you start to come up in their search, where they're looking, which is online. Once you start posting these videos on YouTube and online, they never go away. So today you might only have 10 views, but in a year from now you have 3,000 views. Yep. And it never goes away. You are inadvertently prospecting, you're inadvertently cold calling, you're inadvertently door knocking when you're producing content because you're showing up on a regular basis and they cannot forget about you. 100%, well said. Let's do another way on an experience that everyone can relate to. Um, and I'll, let's play it, this will be fun. 
Krista, when's the last vacation you've taken? Two months ago. I went to Mexico. You went to Mexico? Well, when you went on that vacation to Mexico, did you book the vacation or the resort you went to without reading the reviews first? No, I read the, all the reviews. Okay, so a website that has no content is a vacation with no fucking reviews. So my point is, is that for you guys that are listening right here, do you have a website first off? And if the answer is no, it's 2019, you should get one. And then the second question is, do you have content on that website? Because what happens is, is like, you know, the number three visited page on your website, your about page. It's not because there's good content there. It's because they're trying to see if they like you or they can resonate with you or not. The reason why we put a video on top of every page of a website is to convert and connect. The content below it in the written form will explain the authority. The videos a lot of times are connecting. That's the number one thing people want is to feel secure. Like, have you ever done business with someone? We all have it. Like, you're lying to yourself if you say you don't judge a book by its cover. We always have a first impression of people. Like, everybody does. And you either like someone right away or you don't. Like, am I wrong? Like, it's just be real. In milliseconds, people make judgments are made in milliseconds. Yeah. yeah. So, like, in our business, like, what do you think people think of? Like, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. My goal was to turn off as many people as possible because that means I was resonating with this a lot more. Because Absolutely. I was so hyper-focused on it. My brand, dude, even though I sell video services now, when I was a Chicago real estate dude, the people who click on my shit was 29 to 42 years of age with young kids. It hasn't changed. Everything I have sold has changed, but that just tells you that people follow your brand, not what the fuck you do. They, they do about how you do it. Well, and when you video, it breaks down barriers. It gets people to know you, to like you, to trust you. It repels the clients that you don't want to work with that would have been miserable in the first place, and it attracts the ones that, that you're going you're gonna to want to go have a beer with, right? You're going to want to go have a with. That's the thing about it, and people forget about that. So, And, you know, people are – everyone's afraid of it. People don't like doing video. If you ask 100 people, there's two weirdos that say they like it, right? It's normal, but you can learn it. It's You look the way you look. You sound the way you sound. If you think you have a big nose or a frizzy hair like I do, whatever. That's how, I, that's how my hair is. It's frizzy. It's short sometimes. You just got to go with it. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. It becomes, it's just easier and easier and easier over time. It's like clockwork. You don't have to show it to anyone if you don't want to. Exactly. Don't you control that? Yeah. Just just don't don't hit post. I think you'll be fine. But you just got to be perfectly imperfect though, Mike. I mean, honestly, people just have to do it, right? There's just do it. My biggest advice Uh, is how do I start? You don't need a green screen. You just need a a phone. That's all you need is just this. Just get out your phone, hit record and go rock it out. There's no such thing as perfection. Like you can't focus on like, oh, I look fat or, oh, I sounded stupid or that. No, it's stupid thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to just go it out and, and, and look at your own habits. Like I like the people who are like in perfectly perfect. Like I like seeing people screw up because it's human. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen a realtor video? Like, you know, the ones I'm talking about get more than three comments or five comments that says something along the lines of like this. Hey, I've been in the business for about 55 years and I've helped people throughout this community in the last 25. Like just a cheesy, typical bus bench type ad. Do, you, do that work? I don't believe so. I believe that people <laughs> want value. How, the more you can help somebody, nobody cares that you're the top real estate agent and why is there, everyone says they're the top agent. No one cares. They want to know how can you serve them? How can you move them away from pain? How can you move them towards pleasure? How can you meet their needs? How can you educate them? 
about anything and everything in your town, right? And it's not mm-hmm. just real estate, it's community, it's restaurants, it's, you know, we tell people, go out there and, and best place to take your sweetie for Valentine's Day, cheapest tacos in town, best yeah. hole in the wall restaurant, best dog parks. I mean, you can do it. You don't even need to have ever sold a house before to talk about that kind of things. And also to talk about real estate, what are contingencies? How does it affect the buyer? How does it, how does it affect the seller? How long are they? What happens if something happens, you know, you don't remove them, blah, 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 blah. It's not difficult. People love real estate. When you go to a party, what is the first thing that every single person asks you when they know you're in real estate? What do they What do they ask you, Mike? Right. How's the market? So tell them. Be that resource. Tell them. They want to know. Tell them. You should be doing a, a local market update about what's happening in real estate every single month at minimum. You should be doing one community video every single month. You should be doing two videos every single month about tips and tricks how do you help people things to watch out for things that are happening in the community newest neighborhood issues with the neighborhood blah 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 simple simple let me uh, ask you a question one of the videos i saw on your channel i liked it i noticed that you're using green screen and i like green screen for real estate content uh, my question to you is why do you use green screen for real estate content and i i actually posted on your thing and honestly you guys follow her page because uh, I've never seen a cool market report on video ever until I saw yours. Oh, um, cool. That, that's how you, like, market, <laughs> I hate market reports. I do. Until they're done like that. Gotcha. Like, and because you brought it into a story, you made it fun, you made it entertaining. It wasn't in front of a whiteboard with you drawing in a dry erase marker saying, well, this is how many homes sold out the internet. It was just the way you did it. You got the same message across, but you did it in a way that was consumable so that it wasn't annoying or it wasn't like so self-serving, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it was It was good and I like the green screen. So why do you use green screen for real estate content? So it depends. So depending on what, I, what I'm doing it for, if I like on, with the green screen, I wanted numbers to come up. So I wanted to show like how many were active and how many were pending, but even more so than that, what that effect is. Like because there's this many active or pending, what, how does that affect a buyer? How does that affect a seller? So we use green screen for that. I prefer non-green screen for everything else like you know if i'm doing a review of a obviously of a restaurant or if i'm doing hey things to watch out for it depends upon the purpose now here's the deal it used to be that perfectly edited videos perform better than non-edited videos that's not the case now videos that are not edited that are more raw and real and vulnerable are actually overperforming the edited videos but when i when you first start i still like to position myself as the authority and then tell them a reason why they should be listening to me without. So let me give you a really good strategy on how you should be positioning your videos so people actually watch them. First thing you wanna do is you wanna have a hook. Don't say, hi, I'm Krista with Homes by Krista. Nobody cares, right? You wanna say, you've got to hear what's happening in your neighborhood. There's these three common mistakes that buyers are making that are costing thousands of dollars. Thank you. Hold on, oh. can we just stop there real fast? I got yeah. it. You're gonna keep going, but folks, no one cares who you are. Do not start with that. You could do that like second or third. Don't well, you, got, you, you, need the, you need the attention getter. You need to tell them why they need to watch your shit. So Facebook stat was really interesting. Facebook said that 74% of consumers decide whether they're going to watch the rest of your video in the first 10 seconds. Yes. That's it right there. Very important point. Very important tip. All right, keep going. And then some people will have like an intro with these cool graphics that takes eight seconds. Well, 89% of people have already clicked off. Don't yeah. do that. Okay? Don't do intros. It's Don't. like, the, oh, I guys, I do one funny thing else what not to do on your listing videos, guys. Don't have the drone flying over the house for 45 seconds before they see the house. They've already clicked off. Okay, keep going. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so you've done that. You've, you've hooked them. You've given them a reason to want to walk. Then you need to align with their feelings. You need to say, oh my gosh, I know that buying is so scary. I've been there, right? So you align with their feelings. Third, you position yourself as the authority. Why should they listen to you? Don't say I'm the number one realtor in the world. You say, I've worked with thousands of buyers right here locally in East County, and I know your pain. The three things that happen, boom, boom, boom. That, that's how you do it. You Number one, hook them. Number two, align with their feelings. Number three, establish yourself as the authority without saying you're great and being self-serving. Use it the right way. Storytelling. information and then say, hey, for further information, reach out to me. We'd love to help you. Make it a great day. 100%. That was a really, that's a big tip. Storytelling versus making statements. Uh, video is all about show and tell, guys, not tell. Um, so it's always demonstration with it. I agree with all of that. I think um, I like green screen for just real estate content because it's boring in nature. So I think for green screen for real estate content, if you're going to talk about closing costs, or anything, I like doing that in front of green. Any content I like doing in front of green, education-based. Because if it's talking head, liven it up. But you're right. Everything else should be on site. Yeah. Real. Community yeah. videos should always be on site. Animation. You could you know, show them graphs and charts. So like when we, when we, show, we show a graph or a chart, because people can actually visually see it. Um, you have to understand something. Video, the stats on video, I mean, what people, video versus written, it's, and saying more with video. You retain so much more information utilizing video. And so start doing it, right? And if you're, if you're not doing it, you feel like it's too late, it's not too late. It's not like, oh, it's not the new and best thing. It should, it's been the new and best thing for a long time, but it's not going anywhere. No one's doing it yet, though. I mean, I think we still have a couple of years until it goes mainstream, at least in the real estate industry. It's like Facebook ads, right? Four years ago, Facebook ads, if you were doing them at that time, boom, you're doing well. Like you, you're easy to generate attention. I remember yeah. filling an event on a boost, hundred people. Like it's crazy. And nowadays though, you can't even get engagement, but nobody in your community is doing any of this guys. And one thing that's really important to, to also note is that video is great, but because these, these social media sites, they, they do want your money. You really do need to put an ad spend behind it, right? The more that you can put ad spend behind your video, the more people are gonna see it. So it's great to do video, but if you're not properly distributing it, most people aren't seeing it anyways. So the nice thing about running ads behind video is that you can run an ad and you can target like certain people and then you can do an ad, let's say that's about selling or that's about downsizing or that's about a certain neighborhood. And then people that are interacting in that, with that video, you can say, I wanna show them more content that has to do with this exact subject. So now you're targeting people that have previously interacted with that content so if you do a video, let's say on an ad with a video on selling, or you know, what's, do you have equity in your home? You know that people are probably thinking about selling. So then you do seller tips and tricks, right? Seller, a virtual seller seminar. People are, if they're continuing to go down your, your funnel and, being, and watching yeah. your they're serious. And you're or like, why you should do your landscaping. If you inserted this landscaping, you'll sell your house for 110% more. Yes, absolutely. Something like that. And then you know those are the those you focus your time and attention on those people. Also, it's been proven that people are more likely to interact, to respond, and to convert when they are having language that speaks their their language, right? So, like I told you before about the whole hot flashes. You're right. I'm 48 years old. I'm going through menopause. I think maybe I'm getting some hot flashes or whatever. If I see something on hot flashes, I'm like, oh my god, I want to read that because I'm sick of having hot flashes, right? Sweating at night sucks. But if I see something on how to grow muscles when you're 25, I'm ignoring that. So the more you can produce content and specifically get it in front of the right eyes, the more likely that you're going to convert. That's the beauty about utilizing video, social media, properly distributing it, and targeting those people that need it.
Folks, we came through a lot today, but just to summarize this, let's go back and summarize summarize what I got out of it. Um, One, make a commitment, create content, all right? Video is the most impactful form of content you could create. If you're not gonna do that, you have to create some sort of content. That could just be you sharing your daily story on Facebook, you could be taking pictures of showings, whatever the hell it is. You need to do something to remain relevant. Two, do it on video, but um, you're gonna be scared when you do it, just go ahead and do it. Quit talking yourself out of it. You'll get better as you go. But three, ultimately, is just consistently. I think that's the key, (laughs) consistency, just like in anything in life. Does anything in life work without consistency? No, if you do anything, and even if you do it crappy, as long as you're consistent, you'll do well. Remember, commit to consistently producing content. You're more likely to convert because you're making a connection. The five C's. If you do that all the time, you're going to be busy. And don't give up before you see the results. It takes a little bit of time because you're developing a relationship with people. Remember, you don't just jump into bed in a week. Yeah. And you just jump into bed if you talk, you know, you do once every six months. You got a date. (laughs) Correct. That's exactly what it is. It's the same exact process, folks. The same way you build a relationship online is the exact same format and process. You would do it offline. Uh, Chris, I really appreciate having you today. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and take the floor, folks? If you're looking for a coach in this space that uh, can help you sort of whoop you into shape and get you out there creating content and you need a kick in the ass. She's your gal. Krista, go ahead and uh, plug your shit. Yeah. So I wrote the book, um, sell a hundred homes a year. So that's, um, you can get that on Amazon, but I highly encourage everyone to join my three clients in 30 day challenge. It's a hundred dollars. You get coached with me for two whole weeks and we teach you easy replicatable digital marketing strategies that will help you stand out as the authority figure. And some of you are thinking, you know, I'm scared. It's too hard. We help you break through those barriers so you can start doing what we're, what we're talking about. Anyone can do it. And it's been proven that for you to change your habits, you are seven times more likely to actually change your habits when you have a coach and when you're in an environment that helps you is doing it with you. So it's three number, the number three clients in 30.com. So three, clients in 30com and uh, it's 100 bucks you get coaching with me for two weeks the average person mike this is truth we've had over 1400 people go through this challenge on average people pick up two clients in the 15-day challenge so it's it's a 30-day challenge but we do it in two weeks and within 30 days on average people will pick up two clients we've had people pick up six clients and they will 100 say it's from this challenge so i highly recommend it I agree. You're up, folks. Folks, the business is right in front of you. It always has been. Don't chase the shiny objects. Focus and go all in on yourself because it's the only recession-proof business model you'll ever have, and that is called your brand. Thanks for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you guys want us to help you with your video services, I'll script, edit, distribute, and run your ads for you if need be. If not, just log on our site, serve our content, and uh, definitely log on to Krista's site and check her stuff out too. I uh, appreciate you guys watching another episode of Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Go ahead and follow us on social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out the new YouTube ads training on there. It is killer. And uh, Facebook and Instagram. Folks, appreciate your, all your dedication to the show and staying on board with us. And we'll see you next week for another episode. I'll talk to Thanks you all later. Peace. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.